remind a child of how well they handled a similar situation or link a recent success to the current conflict. I'll give you an example of that. If my boss comes into me and says, James, you've been doing a good job, but I know that he's going to talk about something bad. But if my boss says to me, James, you've been doing a good job and I start listening louder. And the whole idea of strategic recognition and and strategic affection is to get the kid to listen louder. So if you say, Tommy, you really did a good job with language this morning. You really did a great job. And now let's talk about pushing. So what you're doing is you're taking something that the kid has done well or worked on, and then you're expanding it to another area. And what you're doing is you're lending him some self-confidence. He'll be less defensive if the conversation starts out with something well that he's done. And again, no buts, only ands. You know, strategic recognition and affection is good all the time. You know, you want to use a lot of it, and you want it to be real. You know, I mean, you want to be able to say to a kid, hey, nice shirt. Hey, nice earring. Hey, you know, I heard you talking on the phone. You sounded really great. Just to give kids that kind of feedback. So when you open your mouth, they don't know what's coming out. You know, I encourage teachers to, if they have kids in their class and some kids who are unruly, sometimes pull them out of the classroom into the hallway and say, I just want to tell you, you did a great job this morning. I just, I just want to tell you that, man. I'm really proud of you. This other kid got into trouble and you handled it well. So when you tell him to go to the hall, he's just not expecting negative consequences. So when you say, would you step outside a minute so I can talk to you? He don't know what's going to be said. And again, it stops that chain of events that leads with escalation.